Have you ever wondered what happens after ever after? Have you always yearned to know if the end is really the end? No? Well, you're gonna find out anyway. We're your hosts, Andy, Tammy, and Gina. This is Two Division. Hello guys, welcome once again to Two Division, Disney sequels explained. I'm your host, Gina, and as always, I'm joined by my two beautiful, funny, amazing, and wonderful co-hosts, Andy <laughs> and Tammy. How are you guys? Hello everyone, I'm glad to be back. Uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we are... <laughs> It's a Sunday, it's the morning, and we are ready to go. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. all had like late night last night, but we <laughs> are here, and we are good to go, and we are ready to, to get back into the podcast, because, you know, last time we were here, we were doing the Peter Pan recording, and I said, well, I hope we can get back to our weekly schedule, <laughs> and I was boo the fool, because it's been two months. I literally remember we recorded that the day before Valentine's Day. It's oh, wow. currently April 28th. Oh my god. I don't know when this is coming out. So, like, yeah, it's been a while, but a lot, a lot has happened. And so we apologize, but yeah. we're back. And yeah. I don't want to say we'll be back next week because I don't want to jinx it. So we'll be back. <laughs> anyway, so how are you, Timmy? I'm tired, but I'm good. You sound tired. <laughs> it's okay. I think I'm getting sick. sick. I think I'm getting sick. That's the problem. No. I, I think after I finished work and student teaching, I think the all the stress and lack of energy just compiled on me and like oh, hit no. me like an avalanche. So. Yeah, that's like what happens when you when you finish finals and just you yeah, you can't like allow that. yourself to get to get sick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like you body allow. You're like okay. Now that you're done. You can be sick, which I'm like, I don't appreciate, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. mm-hmm. Okay, so I just finished my cup of coffee. I'm good to go. I have energy. <laughs> so let's do this, shall we? Let's talk about 101 Dalmatians. So, yeah, that's the episode today. It's 101 Dalmatians. Actually, 101 Dalmatians 2. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Yeah, it, it is. Like, I don't honestly don't know why they just didn't name it 102 Dalmatians. Like, because there it, aren't two Dalmatians. It's just... That's a good point. There will be false advertisement. Even Pongo doesn't know how many Dalmatians there are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, yeah. Okay, so before we get into 101 Dalmatians 2, uh, let's talk about 101 Dalmatians, the original one. Um... My memory is lacking. What, what year did that movie came out? Uh, oh, it's an, oh, um, wait, no, I, I got 1996 out of Google, but that's the live action, so don't wrong. trust that. That's so wrong. Yeah, it so 101 Dalmatians, it came out in 1961, exactly, a long time ago, and <laughs> it's a, one of Disney's, I think, classic movies, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't think everyone has actually watched this movie because it's one of those classics that kind of fall off the radar for some people, in my experience. But it's it's a classic nonetheless. And what are some of your memories of 101 Dalmatians, guys? Um, for me, the one thing I really, really remember about 101 Dalmatians is that crazy-ass look Cruella has when she's, like, yeah. driving. 
and I don't remember much of it because like you said it like falls off the radar and that's true for me like I didn't really watch it I didn't realize how good it was and I was watching it while I was tired and a little sick last night and I was just like this is is a good time I'm enjoying Mm -hmm. this it was really fun I just love like the old Disney movies are just super charming yeah that's the one way to put it they're charming and they've got this different feel to them which is why watching them back to back with a sequel is so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> this is but, that yeah. is like a recurring theme for all of this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Like I think I wouldn't dislike the sequels as much if I didn't like watch it right after watching <laughs> a great old movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah totally. But um other than that, yeah, I don't have too much memories of that because yeah, I, it fell off the radar radar. I didn't watch it a lot as a kid. But I did as I was watching it, I do I, I do start recognizing a lot of the characters, like mm-hmm. Lucy the Goose, Sergeant mm-hmm. Tibbs. Like I was like, hey, I know these these <laughs> they're in they're in my mind somewhere. But yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Andy. Uh, well, yeah, like you said, I I didn't really watch this movie a lot. Of course, I watched it because you know, like I have these images in the back of my head, which. Uh, tell me that I watched it and that I remember it but I, I don't even know when was the last time that I that I watched it maybe it was like in some morning in Disney Junior that yeah. it was I, I caught it and I watched like 10 minutes or something but before that I, I guess no um, it wasn't it wasn't one of my regulars mm-hmm. but I watched it and you know, this is this is a time when I think this is the first movie when Disney started to use Xerox. C- I think that's like the kind of animation to save money, mm. and th- that's why it looks like kind of sketchy and kind of I don't know. It has yeah. its style. It has. I its love. Style. I love it. And I lo- I love that style. You know, because when when people discuss it, uh, they say, "Oh, this is when Disney animation changed, and it wasn't the same." It's like, okay, it wasn't the same, but it was like another era. And for me, I liked it. I like it a lot mm-hmm. uh, because you know they own it. Like this movie knew it was going to change uh, how it looked, so they just changed everything. Like I love the the initial sequence uh, with the spots. It's just so yeah. cute. And oh my god, all the puppies they animated them so cute. How do they keep animating? <laughs> So much cuteness in animals in this in these Disney movies, like the one that's chubby, and you can see like the weight the weight of yeah. his butt. It's He's just adorable. I related adorable. to him so much. <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm hungry. I actually had to eat. I actually had dinner right before I watched the movie, and then once Rolly came on, I was like, I need to eat some more. <laughs> Inspiration. I, I actually have one more memory of mm-hmm. the movie, and that's the scene of all the women or little girl with their dogs that look just like them is one of my favorite scenes ever in an animated movie it's really charming that it's it's this yeah it's the time when disney just yeah allow themselves to have scenes with contemplation and just it's one of my favorites (laughs) okay i think stuck with me as a kid oh and I remember that when I met Cruella when I was a kid on Disneyland, uh, that I was really freaked out by her. <laughs> and that's how I remember it. Oh my I, god. I mean, every every time Cruella came Amazing. on screen, I got freaked out. And I'm an adult. <laughs> she, she, she is kind of freaky. <laughs> did, you know, did you know that the woman who plays 
Cruella yeah, her, 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 her... is the narrator for Cinderella. Whoa. She does the opening narration for Cinderella. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen Cinderella in, in English, like completely in English. I, I, I think I've seen parts of it in English, but I don't think I've ever seen it like beginning to end in mm. English. But I have to check check that. I, I was just gonna say like it's one like those animators that animate a lot of villains and then one day they get assigned a hero and they pull it off amazingly mm-hmm. and it's like yeah that's the the range I like in my Disney <laughs> workers I don't know workers <laughs> Disney legends stuff I don't know <laughs> well for me I I have like. I don't want to say complicated story with 101 omissions. The thing is that, <laughs> oh my God. like, listen, listen, I had the VHS for this movie, but I didn't know that I had it because the VHS said 101 omissions and then it had it had a subtitle in Spanish. I don't know if for, for Spain it's the same, but for Latin America, the subtitle <laughs> is The Night of the Cold Noses. I, I don't know why. I mean, a that's classic. I mean, it's a accurate. Class. <laughs> it is, uh, and I just like I remember going through my VHSs, and that that VHS didn't have a case. I don't know why someone lost it in one part of my family history, so that one didn't have a case. So I just read 101 Dalmatians, The Night of the Cold Noses, and I thought it was the live action one. I was like, oh. there's no way, like the animated one. Is this one? And I was like eight years old at this time, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think this is the animated one, and I just ne- never bothered to check. I thought it was just the the, the live action one with Glenn Close, so I never oh, watched so that good. on the VHS. Um, but yeah, but I I I wanted to <laughs> watch the animated movie, and I was just like, yeah, yeah I guess I don't have it, and mm-hmm. and I always did. <laughs> And I just found that out like years later when I realized that that was actually the subtitle for the animated movie. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> so that's, that's why I did, I never actually watched the uh, One of Missions at home. I guess I watched it sometime on, on Disney. But the thing is that I don't really know if I actually watched it or if I just watched the live action one. On, on the theater or somewhere and I just kind of because they, they have so many similar scenes so when I watched 101 Omissions the animated one I just kind of related to the live action one so I don't really know if I ever actually watched 101 Omissions <laughs> the animated one like complete you weren't kidding when you said you had a complicated history with this movie yeah yeah because <laughs> my memory is all juggly with, with with it because i do remember like I, I i'm conscious of the movie and i remember watching it sometime but yeah i don't really have a full memory of sitting down and watching it mm-hmm. like other movies you know me neither actually yeah, yeah. it's weird i don't know <laughs> why well i don't know why because i didn't know i had it so <laughs> <laughs> well you do yeah, I do now. Maybe I should look for that VHS. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but but I watched it for the podcast, and I think it's a lovely, beautiful little film. I it think uh-huh. the, really the animation, is. even though it looks sketchy, I think it, it, it gives it its own style. It, give it, it, it gives it its own, like, Charm. personality for, for the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, no other Disney movie looks like this, I think. 
I mean, some like the Aristocats. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to say the Aristocats of the jungle time. Book, they look, they look, they do look sketchy, but this one does not look as sketchy, and it's like more <laughs> stylistic, more than. I think they own it more. Sketchy. Yeah, they mm-hmm. own it more. I think that's more what I was story. trying to get to. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it do, it does fit the story because it does feel like um, uh, an illustrated book for children, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good way to like phrase it yeah. because I remember Sleeping yeah. Beauty was supposed to be like a moving tapestry like in royal mm-hmm. and like in in, yeah. for, in palaces and this is like an illustrated children's book and that's that's beautiful that's just great was this after Lady and the Tramp yes okay because I did see a couple of the characters in here and I was like yeah. oh like exactly. yeah yeah the, like, they, they the make cameos famous. yeah yeah it's one of the most famous cases of Disney cameos Oh, like, it is. But I think it's more due to the fact that they wanted to save on animation, so they just <laughs> used whatever they had the the other sense. dogs they had laying sense. around and that just made this great Disney dog expanded <laughs> universe, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Speaking of <laughs> extended universes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Avengers Endgame just came yeah. out this weekend, guys. So we we all are kind of in an Avengers mood here. And, and instead in of talking about an Endgame, we're talking about two patches of an adventure. Amazing! Mm-hmm. I love my life. <laughs> life decisions. Yeah, uh, just to wrap up, like memories for the 101 Dalmatians. I I do think. I mean, I talk a lot of shit about live actions and. And I always say that they suck. But I do think that the live action movies for 101 Dalmatians kind of are apart from that because they yeah. were made a long time ago, like in the 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. And they it wasn't a part of a mechanical, mm-hmm. economical gimmick to make more money. I think it was just really like, oh, let's see what this movie looks like in live action. And they had Glenn Close and it was amazing. And I just remember I remember enjoying the live action movie when it came out on, on TV and I really, really liked the second one, 102 Dalmatians. That one is co- actually called 102 Dalmatians. <laughs> and I I haven't watched that in like fifteen years, not like no kidding. But I remember it being it being a good time and Glenn Close did a really good job. I remember very vividly I this scene, I don't know from which one it was, but She's like on on a bridge and everything is. Dude, white. it's the second one. Oh yeah, so there you go. It's 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 all white and it has spots all over the place and she's just like going insane. And I always thought that looked so cool because like even the people walking around, their faces yeah. are painted white with spots. And as a kid, I was just like, oh my god, what is this? It blew my mind, honestly. It it, it blew my little girl mind. <laughs> oh. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and yeah and also there's this like this scene where Cruella invites people over for dinner and she has like this really big red dress on and she looks so crazy and the food actually really looked good in my memory and I I, I, think, it, I think they're good movies um, if you've never checked them out I think it's worth the time and yeah so I don't know if like the spirit of the original one lives through the live action ones because that's very hard and the, the original one that is like 60 minutes long or 70 mm-hmm. it's not a long movie 
Um, but I, I don't think it, they're they're that bad. The live action ones. No, they're actually really good. I that's, really really enjoy it, like, and I love. Those are the only them. ones that those are the only ones that I actually give like a pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got everything to, I've else. Got to, I've got to check it out. Yeah, do definitely do because they're they're fun. I remember them being fun. There was a parrot in the second one. That was it's really like... funny. <laughs> the parrot that that thought he was a a dog. Yeah, the parrot that thought it was a dog and it barked and yeah and yeah, it was very fun. I I want to watch them. <laughs> yeah. So like, j- let's jump into the main course. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about one hundred one Dalmatians to Patches wow, well, Adventure. I think that's the subtitle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning to us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do you guys? Have, had you guys watched this movie before the podcast? Um, yeah. Do you have any memories? Do you Vaguely. like it? Do you I like, don't like it? When I was a um, kid, I I think I watched it, but I have no memory of it, and I think that speaks to <laughs> how I like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. I don't like it. That's how I like it, which is I don't. <laughs> That's adorable. That's amazing. How about... How about, how about you, Andy? Um, you, Andy? I, ha- I hadn't. I never did. I don't know why. I think I, it, it was never on television when I watched television. But, you know, I have one memory. I have one memory of the existence of this movie. If I, I think this is the only image that I had of this movie before I started to get into, like, Disney and stuff. And I started to just wanted to watch every single movie. Uh, it was a cereal box. It was a cereal box, mm. and it had um, the characters, and it was uh, uh, 101 Dalmatians 2, Patches London Adventure. And was like, wow, I never knew there was a sequel to this movie. Uh, so I was really confused. And that's the only memory that I have of this movie. And it, it was never important for me. <laughs> I do remember watching it. I don't remember actually watching it, but I do remember that I watched it at some point. Like, I, I rented it out of of a blockbuster or something just because wow. it, looked, it looked cute i guess and but i don't really have a lot of memory i think i only ever watched it one, that one time and but i do remember patch i i like i always was aware of patches like existence as a main character in a movie and, <laughs> and i remember the climax of the movie with the double decker bus and the chase oh. and i remember remember i remembered vaguely that it was about Patches' favorite TV star. Like I remember mm-hmm. the plot, the plot vaguely, um, but that was it. Like I only ever watched it once when I was like seven or eight years old. I don't know. And then never watched it again until the, for the podcast. And yeah, so that that's basically it. And I okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna start. Um, the uh-huh. movie is about Pot Patch, which is one of the nine nine puppies. And he's feeling a little bit down because he doesn't feel like he's special enough because he has 98 brothers and sisters that look exactly like him. And he's like, what if I'm only one of 101, like, and I'm not anything special? And he's having, like, a midlife crisis at, like, (laughs) seven. And he's a big fan of this TV show with a dog called Thunderbolt. 
and like he's the biggest fan of the show like the biggest i relate to patch in that sense because like he knows every episode he knows exactly what thunderbolt does exactly when they're when he's gonna do it and i (laughs) I, was star wars yeah exactly (laughs) and at the beginning of the movie he's like standing he's like sitting in front of the tv and and then his mom comes and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm saving the best spot. I, I, I tried to do a British accent. I didn't, it didn't come off. <laughs> but uh, it has to be like a fake British accent, please. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of adorable. I, I, I know it's fake, but I, I, it sounds cute to me. And I, he ha- I have to save the best spot in front of the TV. And then I think it's... Um, Roger uh, or someone who's like, oh, come over for dinner, guys. And then Patch gets thrown over by 98 puppies. <laughs> and everyone, like, drags him out of, the, t- out of the, the living room into their kitchen. And then no one lets him eat because it's too crowded. And then mm. everyone is done eating and they go back to the living room and he's left behind. So he loses his spot. He has no, no. dinner. He has no <laughs> sense of uniqueness. And <gasps> Feel so sorry for this little guy. We just a little to watch his his TV show, <laughs> and I, I I give the movie credit that it it made me feel like claustrophobic in that sense because like I think it does make a good job at kind of conveying what it would be like to live with ninety eight brothers and sisters, <laughs> and it's like uh, so so crazy. It's insane, and I don't ever want to live in a house like that. It's shit insane, and another thing that's shit insane is Roger because he he's like singing around the living room like spot 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 spot. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's in, like the song is so stupid. Okay, but it's catchy. It got him a golden. Um, and the thing is whatever, that they're they're preparing for to move. Yeah, it, it does. At the at the credit in the credits, it says like it, like it was some kind of autobiography, like a bi- a biopic. Like at the end, it goes like Roger went on to win a golden record for his single spots, and you're like, <laughs> okay, I guess. I don't know. I think I. Do you know what what I think happened? I think Corella bought that song, like. A thousand oh, times okay. or a million times just so she could listen to it. Because at one point in the movie, she's also like, spot, 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 spots. And you're like, what does it say about Roger that he is in the <laughs> same <laughs> mindset as Cruella? At one oh my God. That's, that's going to be so good for the third part of the trilogy. <laughs> yes. You're going to team up. Um, so if you remember from the original one at the end, Roger is like, we'll move to a plantation, a Dalmatian plantation. And for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because I don't speak English as my first language, but the word plantation to me sounds wrong. <laughs> like It sounds like they're going to harvest them. It, <gasps> it, feels, it feels kind We're of We're going off. to plant Dalmatians. <laughs> they're spread <laughs> out of the earth. Like, not, not necessarily plants, but like, they're just Exploring. bringing them over there to like, reproduce and have more Dalmatians. It feels wrong. That oh, works. I get what. No, I get why you would think that. <laughs> and it's. It, I don't know why I don't like the word plantation, but it's okay. The thing mm. is that they're moving. For, like at the beginning of the one hundred one Dalmatians too, they're moving into that Dalmatian plantation, and the 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 show ends and Pongo starts counting them, 
and he, he like you just see that this is like a recurring thing that he does like counting them over and over again just to make sure that he has everyone and like i understand it but can you imagine the time consuming oh. the consuming time that he he lo- who's he loses counting the 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 dogs it's insane <laughs> and i don't remember how it goes but patch comes up to him and he's like oh oh right because they all they're all asleep sorry i'm just remembering and Patch can't sleep, so he goes over to his dad, and his dad is like is counting in his sleep. <laughs> and for that, like, am I a rich? Am I unique, dad, or am I just one of one hundred and one? And and then Pongo goes like one hundred and one because he's counting in his sleep. <laughs> and and, and Patch is like, oh, and he feels sad about it because he thinks his dad doesn't think he's special. And then. Oh, he- uh, he doesn't. No, I'm kidding. Oh. No, well, he doesn't because then the next scene, they're all going to the plantation and they forget Patch. Mm. They forget, like a freaking home alone kind of shit. Like they're <laughs> past them and some, somehow like Pongo counts erroneously and he doesn't count Patch. I don't remember the circumstances, but Patch gets left behind and everyone just moves on like they they <laughs> go to the plantation and nobody realizes that patch is gone i think we we were off of a of a scene with with perdita that's her name yeah uh i don't know like doing the face with them we're doing the face of the mom from the home alone <laughs> yeah patch! that would have been amazing actually uh, and then i think patch is like watching the tv and then a commercial comes on about Thunderbolt and if you want to be like his new sidekick or something and he's like well since my family left me <laughs> I guess I'm going to that audition mm-hmm. <laughs> and this little puppy just goes out of the house and goes into into the, the place where they're doing auditions and he tries to audition for the part of Thunderbolt sidekick and the audition is that you have to bark and then you have this montage of dogs barking at in very <laughs> like different styles and it's actually kind of funny I like and one. yeah that's i like the one that that just goes on and on and on <laughs> and, ooh, and it doesn't stop for like three hours it's amazing <laughs> yeah and so yeah patch goes up to the stage and his bark is like like a squeak and everyone makes fun of him and then <sighs> the plot starts because thunderbolt finds him and and Patch is like really really excited to meet him. And Thunderbolt has a sidekick that that's called Little Lightning. That's a cor- corgi. Oh. And little do you know that that Little Lightning is actually the villain of this movie. That I feel because... so so betrayed, so betrayed by a corgi. Yeah. Why is the corgi yeah. a villain? <laughs> Who looks at a corgi? Who actually looks at a corgi and is like, yep, this looks like a villain. Oh my god, this is the start of the surprise villains for Disney. It started way before we knew. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. 101 omissions to groundbreaking like that. (laughs) And well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like, okay, so Lil Lightning has a plan to kick Thunderbolt out of the show. And he goes to Thunderbolt and he goes like, yeah, dude, they're they're killing you off the show because they they think like you're getting too old or something. And Thunderbolt, 
of course, logically thinks, well, if I prove myself to the producers, then they won't kill me off. And with the help of Patch, who knows absolutely every single episode of the show, mm. he starts trying to do something heroic that will get people attention. And while he's doing all that, Leo Lightning is like, oh, well, I guess Thunderbolt is gone and I have to be the new the new protagonist of the show. And like that's the whole thing that he wants. He just wants the show for himself. And while Patch and, and Thunderbolt are doing their thing, Cruella Deville is doing her own. And this is my favorite part of the movie. Because it's absolutely insane. And it's like one of the weirdest subplots in a Disney sequel. <laughs> like I put it up with the with Belle's Magical World. Or I don't know what <laughs> of the sequels it was where um, uh, Lumiere's girlfriend gets uh, jealous of Belle. Yeah. And, he, and she plans to kill them all. <laughs> Like, this subplot is not as crazy as that, but this character, this new character that comes up is amazing, guys. She's my favorite Darcy. character in this movie. It's a, it's a pain. Well, the thing is that Cruella walks into an art gallery and she's like, oh my god, at this painting that's just like a white background and a spot in the middle. <laughs> and she's like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I want to meet the artist. And the artist is like right, right behind her, of course. And it's a very dramatic artist. I don't know if he's French or German or whatever, but his name is Lars. And he's like, oh, finally, someone that understands my art. I love you. You're my new muse. And then they just start trying to... He, he tries to make a new piece of art that will impress Cruella. And his art is just like variations of a white background with black spots. <laughs> And and Cruella's like, yeah, but this is not good enough. This is not good enough. And the whole thing is that to get him inspired, she goes to to find the little Dalmatians that she tried to kidnap already and bring oh, them to him so he will get inspired. <laughs> and I love this this part of the movie. And this is like way, way like almost at the at the climax, but <laughs> she's coming up with a plan to go to the to the Dalmatians. And she goes like, yeah, well, she doesn't know it's a Dalmatian plantation. She thinks they're still at their house. But the thing is that she's like, art cannot be stopped by restraining orders. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't know how insane Cruella is in this movie. And she has this torrid affair with with the painter who's just wants to please her. And it's like absolutely insane. Like. (laughs) I love why, that. Why would you say torrid affair? Because they they're like they're like oh my darling oh my muse I don't know and like yeah I know like the like a very passionate you know like yeah it's weird it is yeah. like you you wouldn't think it's uncomfortable well, I know. <laughs> yeah it is it truly Tammy is. Tammy's just there in the corner like not trying not to think about it <laughs> but I think it's hilarious I think it's absolutely hilarious and the character of Lars I think it's the the best part of the movie because he's actually fun and like I think the voice actor I don't know who he is but I think he just had the best time oh yeah I I think he had the best time because the character is just insane (laughs) and well the thing anyway let's wrap it up the thing is that in order for Thunderbolt to prove himself they get the call that the Dalmatians have been kidnapped again by Cruella (laughs) And they go to save. They go to save them. And meanwhile, um, Little Lightning 
goes goes along to try to manipulate the whole thing so that he doesn't get to save the day. And he goes to Thunderbolt and he goes like, oh, I think you should just attack. While Patch is like, no, you should just sneak around and get the puppies out. And Thunderbolt's like, I'm going, going to attack. And he does and he gets immediately knocked out by Cruella. Yep. And it's up to Pat to save the day, of course. So he rises to the occasion and he saves his brothers and sisters. And then this whole thing with the double-decker boss happens <laughs> for some reason because they needed some kind of climax. So they all the puppies get into the double-decker bus and Cruella and Oras and Jasper, I think it's, those are their names. Yeah. They go, they, they chase them through London that has, that for some reason has no traffic that day. So they are <laughs> able, able to just drive fast around the streets. Because they didn't have time, they didn't have money to animate all of the other vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Did it also seem like they were not 101 Dalmatians? When <laughs> of they were course. I think it was like one or two Dalmatians, and it, it was, was like, like 20 copy Dalmatians. Pasted, copy it was like, pasted, copy it was like 20 Dalmatians. At most, yeah. <laughs> like, you can make, it, make the case that they're off screen, but like, come on, guys. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Make an effort. So they end up at this like dead end and Thunderbolt has his heroic moment by playing that he's having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I just made me laugh with that because I think it sounds insane. And he play he pretends he's having a heart attack to distract Cruella and the, the bad guys and the puppy the puppies run off and then they put the double decker bus on backwards. Uh, I don't know, in re- uh, like in reverse. In reverse. Uh-huh. And they <laughs> they end up like putting uh, Cruella and the bad guys into the river. And mm-hmm. then the day is saved. The puppies are saved. Little Lightning gets this gets his his show destroyed by the boss at some point. And I laughed out loud at that part. I thought it was hilarious. And. Oh, and, and the best part of the movie actually is the where when Lars, when he gets the puppies, Krell is like, I, wa- I don't want you to make a painting of the puppies. I want you to make an art to... out of the puppies. And he's <laughs> like, no. I'm not a sicko. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a sicko. He, he's like so offended. He's like, I'm not going to hurt these little puppies. And he's just in love with the puppies. And that's the most relatable <laughs> thing in the movie. Like he's, his heart. He, he's holding like 10 of them. He's <laughs> like, I'm not going to hurt these little guys. And then Cruella like ties him up to a spinning <gasps> wheel. Yeah. Yeah, that was she, insane. And she throws like darts at him. Like, for the, for the movie <laughs> that looks like a cartoon episode, a lot yeah. of crazy shit happens. And so the thing is that Lars won't help Cruella um, make art out of the puppies and he gets redeemed, you know? Aww. Redeemed villains! Another redeemed villains! Thing. Yeah. And yeah, so the day saved, the the puppies get back to the Dalmatian plantation. Patch doesn't feel like he's not unique anymore because he realizes that he's a hero and he has value of his own and he's mm-hmm. actually a real hero not like Thunderbolt who didn't know how to do anything out of the TV show and yeah so everyone feels everyone is happy at the end of it except Cruella who gets put into an insane asylum mm-hmm. 
And that's how the movie ends. And then you get a post credit scene. Did you guys watch the post credit scene? I did. It, it's, it's actually kind of cute. It's cute. I kind of liked it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just fine. Thunderbolt and Patch, like, and during the TV show, you, like, Patch is the new sidekick now, and then all the puppets help with the bad guy, and it's it's actually kind of cute. And that's 101 Dalmatians, too. They're also, they're also uh, were pioneers in the post credit scenes before Marvel, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, wow. 101 Dalmatians, too, is so groundbreaking, guys. Patch is going to defeat Thanos. Do not give it. Oh, my God. It's the credit that Spoilers, Andy. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so let's let's talk about what we liked and didn't like about the movie, guys. Um, I've talked a lot, so let uh, I'll just let you take <laughs> the show now. Tammy. Mm. Okay. Okay. What I liked. I liked the post-credit scene. <laughs> Tammy's like. Oh. Uh... I enjoyed. I'm gonna like. Let's get the quickest thing out first. <laughs> I liked the post-credit scene. Um, I thought that was really cute, and I enjoyed that a little bit. I liked Cruella Deville. I don't know if like. I don't know. I think it's the voice. I think it's because that's what I grew up with, so it was like familiar. I was like, I really liked how she performed. I don't particularly like the character and what they did with her, but I kind of like. I liked the performance of the actress because it just seemed to fit better fit Cruella Deville better for me than the old one but that's probably because I maybe grew up with this voice like in the tv show or maybe mm. in this my subconscious this movie but um I liked I liked the voice actress of Cruella Deville and apparently she's the one that does Lady Tremaine and Queen Grimhild too for like modern like right now oh, like, okay me. like for the sequels as well mm-hmm. nice mm-hmm. but um yeah I liked that uh-huh. <laughs> the animation's decent. Like it's okay. Okay. It's very cartoony. I think it it does. Yeah. It's one of it's the one that looks the most like a TV cartoon. Yeah. I think it was like I think there this was is a, a pilot. What? I think this is a pilot for the for mm. the cartoon. See, I, think... I was gonna say I think there was a TV show with the Dalmatians. No, there I mean, was. There was, but yeah. it was. Di- yeah, but th- see, this is this is the thing. Like that's like I I didn't expect anything, but that's just why I, I hated it. Like I, I didn't hate it. Like, I just don't like it. I didn't like watching it. I was super bored. There were no right. stakes. Like it's yeah. a Disney sequel, of course, but like I don't know. Just coming from a hundred Dalmatians, like I was during the climax, I was stressed. Like, I was like, are these puppies gonna make it? Like, I know they're gonna make it, but, like, I was still really invested, and I was just, like, waiting to see what they did, because it's also been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't know what happens. And I know I have to get to that crazy scene where Cruella's in the car chasing them, and I haven't (laughs) gotten there yet, so it was just, it was a good movie. Like, they set it up well, it was well-written, they built it up, and, like, going from that to this, it was just, ugh. I didn't (laughs) want to. Like, it was a TV show. It had TV show stakes. And I get that it's a Disney sequel, but I just I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like in the original film, but like here they do nothing with Ro- either Roger or Anita. So, in the me, original film, they're so charming. Tell me, yeah. tell me, could you say it again because you you I lost you. Okay, I I don't like what they did to Roger and Anita in the old film. In the original film, they were so charming. 
even with little screen time, like you cared about them. You liked you liked it when they were on screen. At least I did. I I was really Business strong. Day couple. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah, really yeah. By their personality, their voice actors. Who, by the way, did you guys know this one too? Because the voice of Grimsby in The Little Mermaid is the guy who voiced Roger <gasps> in 101 what? Dalmatians. Oh and like, God. I could hear it. I could hear it. it. Makes sense. Oh my God. Oh and God. and no one knew during the making of Blue. Oh yeah, what? I, I remember that. I, I think I heard it like on Disorder. He, just, he like or... mentioned it. Yeah, he like mentioned it and was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like that's hilarious. And I don't know, like, there's something about it loses its charm. I think I said the same thing about Lady and the Tramp too. And Lady and the Tramp, like, of, of course, there's like what 40, 50 years of difference. So of course, there's gonna be. A different style but it just loses the charm in the what made the original so good like i don't know what it is about their animal movies in the in the in the 50s and 60s but it was just like there's something about them that's so charming like you they really get you into a dog's world mm-hmm. and it's yeah. really nice to watch and experience and here they don't do any of that yeah. it's just you're not in their world you're watching their world it's mm-hmm. i don't know how to explain it that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, I like I totally agree with you. I think the um the charm of the like we were talking about the charm of the original animation and how it had its its personality and then this one definitely just feels like a cartoon. Yeah. Because that's what it is basically. And you know, it does it didn't really bother me because I think in my mind I was I, I had made my mind that it was a cartoon, like a TV mm-hmm. cartoon, so it didn't really jump at me that the animation looked so cartoony, but you're right, and what you're saying about Anita and Roger, like, you're definitely, like, on the right spot, because the character animation of Roger and Anita in the first movie is, is one of the most charming that I've seen in, like, human characters, mm-hmm. and the relationship the relationship that they have and that it's conveyed like mainly through the way that they move around mm-hmm. each other or how they look like, at each other like and yeah like, like i, I love the moment when he's playing cruella de vil is like so cute. <laughs> yeah like, i love it like, that, like that that scene is so much yeah the, the, that whole scene with like like the cruella de vil song and like i love the moment where he kind of just like he's backing her up against the wall and he just he just grabs her shoulders Aww. and they just like like so their foreheads are together and he just like they're just staring at each other's eyes and it's like so cute like they you're like oh relationship goals <laughs> and Roger is so charming and Anita is so charming and yes. you just feel a love for them just by the way that they move and mm. how they act and yeah. I don't know I mean if you have one hundred and one kids. I think it's gonna take a toll on you as well, <laughs> and maybe you will lose some of your charm as well. That's a good point. <laughs> but like, I don't like. There's just something else. Like, the, what made like, like when I was watching the film, I didn't realize how much a part Pongo and Pretty the played in rescuing their children, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like it was just you were watching these these parents just go all in for their kids, and I just like I liked how Pongo was just like. Yeah, the humans can't help us. <laughs> it's not to us. They, they can't do shit. <laughs> He's so right. We, we've got to do it. And, like, you just see them on this journey to take care of their kids. And, like, in the in the second film, I get it. It's a sequel, and we got to focus on the babies. But, like, they, like, literally go to London in the first 
have, and then they you don't see them until they, they like, do nothing until the end, <laughs> like literally. Yeah, they, like, they drive off in their car, and then you see when everything's done, they drive in there. It's ridiculous. It's just yeah. And I think the only the only reason that they realize that Patch is gone is because he, because he is like in the newspaper <laughs> next to Thunderbolt, and they're like Patch, and, and like it's like do you even. He's the most like, noticeable one. Yeah! He's Got like it. the most talkative one as well. Yeah. And he's one of his original ones. He's like biologically. Yeah, he's yeah, he's one of his biological <laughs> And he has a freaking patch in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> you could notice if he's not freaking there. Yeah. Okay, guys, can, can I just say that I found it weird that Patch was the protagonist of this movie because the movie, like the original one, really focused on Lucky. And I thought oh, look, look, Loki, Lucky was going to be the protagonist mm-hmm. in this video. But he did appear and he was so nice. He's such a good dog. Oh, Lucky They're all really nice. good boys. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky is like the best. No. And yeah, I, I think it's weird that they focus on... But I think Patch is a more mar- marka- marketable name than Lucky. Mm-hmm. So I think that's maybe that's why they went for him. And he has a more distinctive look, look I think. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. that's also why. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, what do you think about it? Well, you know, this is kind of the most irrelevant movie that we've reviewed, I think. I, I honestly think so, too. Yeah. And this is, like, the most cartoonish one also. And this is definitely just a segue to the TV show, which I watched. I watched that TV show. Yeah, and, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, because I don't know, but th- this subplot with Cruella... I think this this happened a lot of times that she just like fixed on something to not fix on the puppies and then she just ends up fixing on the puppies again. But I think in one part of the show they actually actually kind of is kind of reformed and he's she's like kind of part of the family or something. And and I do I do remember that one time she had an obsession with well she smokes, right? And she wanted to they wanted her to stop. She she just started chewing gum, and that was like her obsession for the episode. So that's oh how God. I remember the episode. And 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 this like yeah, this is for me. This was just like another episode of the show when where Krela just obsesses with something, and no, I don't know. It's just like so irrelevant. I I imagine if I watched it as a kid, I would have think the same way. I don't think anyone has a fun, fun memories of a Patches London Adventure. You think uh, someone is out there like, yeah, Patches London Adventure is my favorite Disney sequel. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Um, there, I don't know. But I, I will have questions for that person, honestly. But yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Like you can, we can watch like the Hunchback Two or Bell's Magical World, and it's so bad that it's memorable. But this one is just like so there, like it it's perfect. Like the way I I, I knew about it was because of a cereal box. It's so irrelevant. <laughs> like yeah, and about the story about okay, objectively, um, um. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon yeah. special, and that's it. Um, Lil Lightning was cute, although he was the villain. But I liked seeing a Disney Corgi. Yeah, uh, that's my highlight. Even though <laughs> he's evil. 
Even though he's evil, he's still a corgi, and corgis can't be evil, so he's going to be he's going to redeem himself later in life. Because like corgis Ren. can't be evil. Of when course I want mission three <laughs> little linings redemption. Uh yeah, because yeah. Redemption is done in in, in part trees. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, Once I get into yeah. the world it might happen. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? <laughs> um I don't know what else to say, just continue talking, Gina. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just, like, not relevant I, for me at all. It, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, it, it does feel, like, irrelevant because, honestly, like, the plot, like, I, I put plot, like, quote-unquote, because it's not really, like, a whole <laughs> plot. I mean, it is, but it's not, it's a, like, a, it's not a movie plot. It's, like, many know? different silly plots yeah because you have like patch patch not feeling like good enough and then you have thunderbolt i guess kind of you can make the the case that he does he's kind of in the same place as patch because he really he knows that he's like an action hero and he needs to prove himself outside of the world of the show i guess mm-hmm. and but i, I like how I, you're trying to go go good deep into this I <laughs> i'm trying to make a case for it because i think it's just so inoffensive you know it's yeah it's something I, I what i was trying to get at is that I, it does just feel like a a plot for an episode of the show and i was reading re, re, reading about uh the movie and uh i think there's a part in the imdb that that mentions that there's an episode of the show actually where Loki comes like has to face the fact that Thunderbolt is not a real dog. Uh-huh. Like Thunderbolt is like an actor. Like it's not a real dog. Kind of, like like <laughs> like he, he like Thunderbolt is like just a character. Yeah, and no, he I has to too. yeah, he has to come with, with the he has to grow up and understand that he's just an actor and he's not really like that in the real life. And I guess that's an episode of the show and it's like well why like i don't know what which one was done first but why would you repeat this kind of a same yeah. plot you know because in in the movie canon i guess they <laughs> they have already met thunderbolt and they know that he's an actor you know and mm-hmm. so yeah but that one has the particularity that lucky is the the protagonist so <laughs> Woo, maybe i'll check it out yeah uh, maybe I'll check it out. And I don't really re- I remember. I think I remember the opening theme for the 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 TV show, because uh-huh. talking about it, I think I remember watching it like on TV, but I don't really have any memories of the show like at all. Or was the intro and like spot, 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 like, spot, spot? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember like the actual song. I just remember like a lot of like all the puppies running around the. Mm. Oh, I just remember something that I actually liked. Uh-huh. <laughs> like the very beginning, the the Disney castle shows up, and that the "When You Wish Upon a Star" theme is barked by the. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, it's so like I when that when that came up, I was like, yes, this is gonna be a good movie. <laughs> oh. If you just give me all the puppies barking all the all the time. All the Disney songs. Yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, like, just a record of oh, this song. What's that? 
Oh my god. A million dollar idea. <laughs> and <He> tricked you. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to like get at is that the movie is just so inoffensive. It's so middle of the road. It's nothing so scandalous like The Hunchback, like Boss Magical World. And some other movies are coming up, like Atlantis and Brother Bear, too. Like, it does not do a disservice to the original one. I mean, you like like Tammy was saying, like maybe some of the characters don't keep the same charm that they had. But overall, the second one does not hurt the first one. Like, you can just watch the first one and, and not be bothered by the second one at all. And... I I have no I don't know what else to say about about it because honestly if you if you've never watched it and you're kind of curious at how the uh, the story if you think Dalmatians are cute I guess <laughs> maybe yeah I watched the, the second movie and no definitely definitely watch it because Lars is amazing and I did. <laughs> the character animation on Lars is actually like the best part of the movie Lars uh, my favorite Disney character Lars deep villain <laughs> oh my god like I do think that some work was put into Lars character not gonna lie <laughs> he's actually kind of fun to look at he's kind of the only one that actually has a personality and I also like one of the things that I like sincerely like I think about the movie is like Cruella. I think she's just so passionate, insane. Like, I love that she just arrives at the art gallery and it's immediately like she just witnessed the face of God. <laughs> just That's so funny. I, I like spot. that. Yeah, and she just she's just so over the top in the movie, and like maybe that kind of hurts the character a little bit because you can make the case that oh well she's not menacing anymore. She's just like a parody of herself, mm-hmm. and she kind of is. But I think it's funny. And if you just <laughs> go with the mindset, oh, it's a TV show, it's a TV cartoon, and you're like, you kind of just accept it. And it's actually kind of funny. It's like, she's just, and she just keeps mentioning things like, like she was in jail, and she just keeps throwing <laughs> random comments like that, like my probation and, and, and the restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's like so funny. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I keep comparing when we, when we're talking about this movie. I just keep comparing it to 102 Dalmatians because that was so great. And yeah. Cruella's Descent to Madness, like Redescent to, Ma- to Madness, there it was so well handled and so great. And she was so menacing. And in this one, yeah, it, this is a cartoon, like everything is cartoonish. So, okay, yeah. whatever. It's just. I, kind of a cartoon she's just like going like going like very big with her her hand movements she goes yeah. she goes on top of couches and she yells a lot and yeah it's just it's a cartoon you know what i i think i like the the, the thing that i like from this movie is that we got to see more of cruella because i think <laughs> we you can't get enough of cruella yeah actually yeah <laughs> so i'd love to go to Disneyland, Disneyland's Cruella and ask about Lars. Oh my god. god. She <laughs> will not know what the yeah, hell you're she talking she about. Might. <gasps> I, don't I know, mean, like, she has to do a study. Yeah, <laughs> she like, has to study if, her I was, if I was playing Cruella at the Disney park, 
I think I'd watch all the movies that she appears yeah. in, just trying to get material from it, you know? Exactly. Can I get close to her and, and say, hey, you look really like, you really look like blank clothes? <laughs> I think I've never met Cruella at the Disney Park, but I think she's one of the most fun characters because, she's because I think she's allowed to say mean things and to like <laughs> talk like real shit and, and like she she's not she doesn't have to keep up the princess look and the princess <laughs> like idea And she can say real shit. I love that. <laughs> And like Krella can just be there, like yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> I- I've seen some great videos of Krella the parks, and I think she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I... what I think a friend told me that he was there, and he just and Krella just dizzed all over him, and and said that he was dressing horribly, and just just roasted <laughs> him right there and then in Disneyland. <laughs> oh my, oh my god. god! I want Krella to roast me, please. <laughs> Please, please. That's all that's missing in my life. <laughs> um, so, so <laughs> I'm trying to come up because here's the thing: like the main plot of the movie actually is that Thunderbolt is trying to to appear that he's he's actually like a her- hero, and it's like it it it's like half the movie, and it's so irrelevant. <laughs> that I don't think that I even talked about it. In, like, I was going to say, we haven't talked about Thunderbolt that much. Because we it, don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's just the basic thing that you would guess happened. Like, he goes out, like, it's kind of like Bolt in that way. I, I think yeah. I've only ever seen Bolt yeah. once. Wow, but he was... has to go out into the real world and try to prove himself like a real hero, like outside of the the TV effects and whatever. Why is this a recurring thing? I don't know. Like the animal actor who has to prove himself. That why is this a thing? But but can you can you believe that Bolt stole from One Hundred One Dalmatians too? Oh my god. I think that I like this movie better than Bolt anyway, so... <laughs> uh, oh my god. I, I don't think That's I've ever seen take. Bolt. Yeah, you don't have to. <laughs> I've only ever seen it once, and I don't remember a lot, a lot of it, so, like, you can imagine how much of an impression it made on me. <laughs> I just... I think I kind of did, like, the climax, because I think it involved him getting the little girl out of a fire, I guess? I, oh. Something like that. Spoilers, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, hey. sorry. I, I, yeah. Whatever. You don't have to. Watch. I mean, you maybe I'm you kidding, should. Kidding, but... kidding. Um, <laughs> eh, whatever. And uh, so yeah, like whatever. Thunderbolt is like the most irrelevant thing I think in the movie <laughs> because he's just he's just there to make Patch realize that he is not he's special. Yeah, that he's special. That he's not just one of a hundred and one. That he is unique because the things like. And then, I guess if you if you read it like that that his obsession or his love for the show is actually what got him to save his brothers and sisters. So <laughs> this real thing that makes like that that makes him different is actually the thing that helped everyone, and that realizes that yeah, I'm special and whatever. Aww. And 
at the end of the movie, Thunderbolt goes up to Pongo and he's like, oh, he's the real deal. Like, he's one real hero. And you're like, hey. And, and you think, where were you, Pongo? Yeah, right? exactly. Where were you? <laughs> Driving around London, like, um, having some bigger than mash. Like, where were they? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They were driving a decker, a double-decker bus. Like, <laughs> I can't believe finding Dory stole from 101 <gasps> Dalmatians oh too. You're right. <laughs> you're right. The animals take the double-decker, like the animals and Dory. <gasps> Yeah. Guys, 101 Guys. Missions 2 is so groundbreaking. So for a lot of things, or maybe it's just that it's generic, and that's why everyone <laughs> has already done something like that. Yeah, I guess. But no, let's go with groundbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just trying to to keep scrapping the topic because I don't know what else to say about the movie. Um, um, but let's let's let's. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say? Because if if you don't, I don't know. I think Tammy has a lot of frustration that <laughs> inside of her I don't that she hasn't going, let out. I don't know what it's with me. It's 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 the it's the animal movies. Like I I <laughs> yeah, think I didn't yeah, like those. Those kind of do something for you because you like earlier you were like oh but this movie has no stakes. But then for like Cinderella two is like oh no it doesn't have a lot of stakes. But that's that's yeah. okay. It's, I don't uh, know what it is with the animal movies that I'm just like I I hate the sequels. <laughs> like I don't think I like Lady of the Tramp too. I think it's I don't know maybe it's because like what I said like it's I loved being in the dog's world and the sequels uh-huh. don't do that. And you know with with the human movies you're not I mean you're it's it, you don't they don't do that extra thing in the original. I yeah. feel like you know because we're it's humans because but, we're yeah, we're humans. We're already in our world. But I think yeah. that's that's the kicker. Like I just get so sucked in to that to that world because I always love that kind of stuff when they so I like I just like when they make little details to immerse you into different kinds of worlds. Like with the Twilight Bark, with the rescuers and they have all these little machineries with like takeout boxes and pins and stuff like that. Like that's my thing. And or with the Disney fairy movies when they show you how they oh yes yeah they make all the furniture with all these little things that you recognize but then you can see how they make it work mm-hmm. for them or like in something it, this is a ghibli film but the secret world of arietti is like a thumbelina story they do the same exact thing they're living in this house and they make all these little objects that we know and love or mm-hmm. i don't know love but all that we know work for them for their size so i just love that's my favorite thing about animated movies mm-hmm. whatever i see living. that that's like literally my favorite thing. So I think I love being immersed in a different world and seeing that I'm taken away and, <laughs> and just so so yeah. I think it like it just it gets me in a different way. Yeah, I get it. No, I, I think that I I have one thing to say. Yeah. Uh, the fake English accents, the fake British accents, it, they were so funny to me because they were so so fake. They were trying their best, but why do they why do they get all American actors to play British why characters? Just, why couldn't they just get British actors? I know. Right? Like the original one. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Just like I don't think it's that hard to get British actors. Mm-hmm. Is it like a budget thing? I don't know. Is it cheaper? Know, like an expense know, they couldn't is. because it was a sequel. Yeah. And know. then you know that that these movies are animated like in 
other, other Australia parts. and Korea and, and, and places like overseas and maybe to get people from Britain to record lines and then send it to Mm-hmm. to the other countries maybe that's like I don't know I don't know exactly what's the process maybe they were just like meh why bother I don't know <laughs> they're like we can totally fake it nobody will realize <laughs> <laughs> nobody will care nobody's gonna watch this movie nobody's gonna make a podcast about the Disney sequels <laughs> gonna call us out <laughs> in 2019 <laughs> nobody will remember that movie by then they didn't count on our. They were Brits. Who the fool? <laughs> we got you, you lazy bums. Anyway, <laughs> um, so do you guys have anything else to say about the movie before we jump over to to rating and the the thing that we do with if it's an upgrade or a downgrade? Sure, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so let's go around the table once more and talk about if it's an upgrade or a downgrade. I think this is going to be very surprising for us all, Tammy. <laughs> it's a downgrade. It's just... Period. It's a downgrade. Like, it's just, like, I think I've said enough about it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. For me. Um, Andy? Well, it is definitely an upgrade, and because the story... Uh, no, it's a downgrade. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what to say about that. No, it's a downgrade. You tried. You tried, though. <laughs> yeah, I think it, this movie is actually just like the epitome of literally like taking something like original and then just don't knowing what to do with them, with, with yeah. it, and then just doing the most generic random thing just to make a cartoon out of it and literally just... Oh, make everything a cartoon. Make make everything exaggerated, whatever. And yeah, I think it's a downgrade on on all senses. It's a downgrade on on the characters and you know the world building, as Tammy was saying. And it's just like, but I also like it's so inoffensive, you know. That it's I don't even know if it's like actually a downgrade. It's just like there, a grade. Mm-hmm. A grade. It's not up or down. It's just great. It's, it's a great. Like you can say that. We exists. should make a new. We should make a new rating. It's, um... it's just a great. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm gonna. It's a great. <laughs> gonna go for. That's it. That's the title for this episode. <laughs> okay, so do you guys have your ratings? Yes, I do. For the movie. Yeah, I wish this was a hundred and none okay, you Dalmatians go. too. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. That was clever. Wow. <laughs> Harsh. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh, me and I, <laughs> I give it one spot out of a <laughs> hundred and one. Dalmatians that I don't know what how many spots would that be. <laughs> amazing. That's adorable. That's <laughs> amazing. I will give it um one hundred and one ways to die of boredom. Ah oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's two. super clever. <laughs> two. We're getting, we're, getting, we're getting better at this. Yeah, <laughs> I just came up with it like right. <laughs> oh my god. Um but yeah, that's actually like a quick one, and like I I, I knew that it was gonna be a quick one because there, there's really not there's much nothing. 
there's no meat in there, you know? There's no, no nothing juicy to talk about in this movie because it's literally just um, a grape. <laughs> there um, was a reason why we, why we we'll had this really long time to get to it because it just, it doesn't invite you to even make fun of it, you know? Yeah, that was the reason. Yeah. yeah. But next week actually <laughs> is one that is going to be <laughs> very, very tough to talk about and interesting because next week or whatever week you're going to listen <laughs> the next one in, uh, it's Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Ooh. and it's sequel. I'm I don't lucky. remember I'm what. I'm kind of title. excited for this one. I haven't I watched that movie in a long time. Like, Me this. too. Like, I loved it as a kid, I'm not going to lie. And I want to see <laughs> if I still like it. Honestly, I, and, well, I, it's just, that's that's part of the next episode. I was going to tell my story about Atlantis, but no. I realized, no, that's for the next podcast. Yeah. But, I mean, we're here. We Well, we don't have time because no. we have things to do. But I was like, well, this was so quick. Let's just do Atlantis. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm I'm nervous because I, I I remember not liking the sequel at all. So it's yeah. gonna be it'll be interesting. Be and I'm I'm actually gonna watch it back because like this is the first time I've watched them back to back. I actually I have the it. Blu-ray. Uh, I bought the Blu-ray for Atlantis, and it came you? with the with the oh. absolute delight that it has the sequel with it, of course. Ooh. Oh my and god! So I watched the well when I bought the the Blu-ray and I watched the original one. I was like, well, I never watched the sequel, so let's watch it. And then I, uh, yeah. And that's uh, for the next episode when I thought of the sequel, and that's it. Okay. I'm excited. I hope I hope watching it back to back doesn't make me hate it as much. Well. I, I I wouldn't put uh, money on it. I kind of <laughs> I kind of I kind of I kind of dig it. So we're we're okay, gonna we... we're, I'm, I I haven't watched it in like ten years or maybe even longer. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I mean, and I love Atlantis. I love Atlantis so much. <sighs> me too. It's gonna be at least it's gonna be fun to talk about Atlantis. <laughs> at the very least. Like the very first half of the episode is gonna be very fun. That's and... gonna be our three hour episode. Yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot of shit not? happened in Atlantis too. Like it's just like isn't it like three, four different yeah. TV episodes it's, in one or something? Yeah, it's yeah. like false magical worlds like that. Yeah. That has like different stories. Yeah. But better. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I don't. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that in years. And well, I, we we will figure it out on the next episode. So mm-hmm. I think for now that's it, guys. Yeah. Do you guys, yeah. you guys have anything else to add, to say, to talk about before we go? Mm, no. Watch 100 and more Dalmatians. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, just want to watch, watch and and watch the live action ones. There, there maybe yeah. you'll find something interesting. And adopt the don't shop. What? Adopt don't shop. Uh. Oh yeah. Same. <laughs> okay. But don't adopt 99 dog. <laughs> I mean, if you can. I mean, yeah, but only Just if you have plantations. Oh, oh my god. The poop. Oh no. If you have the ability to move to a plantation, maybe yeah, have 99 <laughs> dogs. But if you don't, you got the space, but you still gotta clean up all the poop. <laughs> I no, mean, I'm not. If you I... teach them to poop very far away from the plantation that's a good point you don't have to worry about it i'm just remembering because when my aunt's dog had like seven puppies or five puppies like so i did i tell you this story they were like all we, we as a family my aunt my uncle my cousins and my parents were watching the puppies and they were so cute they were all drinking from their mo- mom's like teats at the same time and it was the cutest thing and then literally five seconds later they all started pooping <gasps> at the same time and it was horrible which I get it. They all ate at this. I gotta send you the video. I, oh I my god! 
it's the video of them drinking. I don't think I got the video of them pooping, but okay. we were like we were freaking out. We were screaming. We we're like, <gasps> I think they're pooping. I think that one's pooping. And we're like, I think that one's pooping. Oh my god, they're all pooping. <laughs> yeah. Dog poop. That's a, that was you a don't want beautiful 99. story to wrap up the episode. You don't want ninety nine of them. <laughs> you don't. On that note. <laughs> Feel free to edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're gonna leave it because I think it's really fun. It was a fun story. (laughs) It's more fun than the actual movie we just watched. And yeah, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And remember that you can send us a tweet at TheVisionPod on Twitter. You can send us an email at TheVisionPodcast at gmail.com. Remember to leave a review on iTunes and and it will. It really does help to get people to find the show easier, and just send your comments, your questions, and whatever you wanna ask us and tell us. And we will see you next time. So thank you so much, and that's it. Goodbye. See you. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.